0: You're at your old trusty boat, you call Mighty Sparrow, I'm in the city of Mardi
1: Gras. Welcome to the Sailing Into Oblivion podcast, where we sit down with everyday people who do extraordinary things. I'm your host, Jerome Rand. Good morning from a crisp, cool moon. Uh moonlit morning up here in Northern Michigan it's uh, a day after the full moon and absolutely brilliant uh, the only the only difference is there's not really any snow to reflect it off that's actually a pretty magical moment uh, I'm I'm always a big fan of of moonlit spaces uh, a bit of a romantic I suppose but two two of my favorite things to see are a beautiful snowy landscape lit up by the moon that's so bright it might as well be daytime. Uh, the other would be a Caribbean beach under the moonlight. Uh, one of my favorite beaches to walk around on down in the BVI I was on the backside of Prickly Pear facing Eustacia Island and uh, it's beautiful sort of crescent-shaped beach and I have plenty of memories uh, walking that either by myself or with Someone very special to me. That was always a lot of fun. I do miss that quite a bit, but uh, in, in some news, if anybody's going to be down in the BVI in March, um, the second half of March, I'm going to be the Adventure in Residency uh, at the Bitter End Yacht Club for about two weeks. I am going to be a guest there, and I'm going to be doing a whole bunch of talks and presentations and things like that, starting... I believe on the 18th will be the first day that we start doing that. If you look at any of Bitter End's social media in the coming week or so, they're going to start putting stuff out about it. But, yeah, if anybody's chartering down there during spring break, come up, say hi. I'd love to meet you and share some some sea stories. I think that would be a lot of fun. I'll be telling mine, uh, but then we're also going to do, you know, People sitting around the fire, you know, on the beach at night and stuff like that, sharing tales of adventures and all that sort of stuff. Plus, we're going to do some clinics in the morning, talk about, I don't know, solo gear, some of the past solo sailors, inspirations, uh, world cruising routes, things like that, you know, it's... uh, should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. It's a big honor to be able to, to be invited down to do this sort of thing. I remember when I was working for them, we used to have uh, some pretty big wigs come down as guests, and uh, it was always pretty fun. Never would have thought I would be one of those, but uh, here we are. So looking forward to that. If anybody's actually going to be up here in northern Michigan uh, over the next week, uh, I've got a couple of open-to-the-public talks. One at the North Central Michigan College. Uh, That one is a luncheon, I think, or something about that. Or no, 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 it's just in the afternoon, but you can go on the NCMC website, and that should be, I believe that's on the, let me look at my schedule. Uh, That's going to be on the 7th, and then on the 8th we're going to be doing uh, the... District Library up here in Petoskey, so pretty cool, um, and we're, we're essentially practicing this new sort of keynote for these big corporate gigs that I have uh, later on in March, but yeah, it's, uh, it should be pretty fun and uh, entertaining, so if anybody wants to come out to any of those, you can uh, check it out. Maybe I'll throw them in the old description, any of the links to to some of these events that are that are open, so that's a little housekeeping right there. But today on the show we've got a Sven cast. I was down there, I got to visit uh, the family for a couple of nights and Sven and I sat down just before I took off and hit the road. We talk about sales, North sales, we talk about, you know, just about anything, like like most of the shows with Sven, we just kind of sit down and uh shoot from the hip as I like to say and it's always a pleasure because Sven's got a very interesting outlook on uh, pretty much anything and everything. And even though he's like, I don't know what we're going to talk about, it doesn't ever seem to be much of a problem. So, and I know people enjoy these as well. He's got that very soft, soothing voice uh, that he absolutely loves so much. <laughs> but yeah, I much appreciate it. Every time uh, Sven shares a little bit of his time and his insight, it's always pretty good. So that's what's coming up today. Obviously, all the links in the description for Patreon and all that sort of stuff. Thank you to everybody that has been uh, continuing to support the show via Patreon or uh, via donations and stuff. And I did, I got one comment. I know the audio on the last show wasn't all that great, but it was. It was one of those things that was kind of in a bind because I really wanted to make sure I could get the insight from both Mark and Steph, and uh, we just kind of had to roll with it because I only have the two microphones, and, you know, it's lesson learned, and I, I don't think the quality, you know, it's just, it's really hard to, it's hard to hear their responses, um, but, you know, try to try to figure out a better way to go about that. If if I encounter that situation again. But uh, yeah, other than that, hope everybody's doing well, enjoying the tail end of February. Spring is right around the corner, and I can't wait uh, to get back and get down there and go sailing. I can't believe I'm, I'm going to be in the Caribbean here in just a couple of weeks, and oh, it's going to be... Pretty, pretty nice, so looking forward to that, hopefully you enjoy the show, thanks for all the support, thanks for all the love and the emails and all that sort of stuff, links in the descriptions for all the stuff that I normally talk about. Oh, one last thing, big shout out to Cole, she's out there and she is in second place in the Global Solo Challenge, she's basically uh, halfway up the North Atlantic and she's got you know, pretty pretty rough road ahead. The you know finishing up, trying to sail back in into where she's going is not easy. Um, you got to basically go due north and hook into those westerly gales that are ripping across. And you know, if if uh, if the weather continues to be all sassy out there, like it has been pretty much all winter, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting ride. Hopefully, she gets some good. Uh, some good weather up ahead, and I'm looking at the chart right now, and yeah, it's, uh, I wouldn't want to be sailing where she has to go and sail, that's for sure, but she's tough, and she's absolutely killing it in second place, and uh, yeah, very, very impressive, so fingers crossed, and uh, you can check that one out on uh, on the Global Solo Challenge website, or she's got her Instagram, which is uh, pretty cool, it's I think it's just Cole Brewer Racing. Um, But yeah, so shout out to her. Fingers crossed. Hopefully she gets that good weather. And that's about it. Enjoy this Svencast. Thanks for listening. So yeah, um, I think really, just like I kind of planned or plotted and planned, I got an email from Wakefield.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If you know me being a sailmaker, yeah, and Eric being a sailmaker, and uh, like he said in his pod, right, that yeah. you did with him, uh-huh. We started about like maybe a year or nine months from each other, right like right b- brand new dudes. All right. So if I had Ericsson 38 or I don't, I don't just choose a small boat from the 80s, right? Yeah. And then if I won Lotto, and bought a Wally Cento. It doesn't matter. I would buy the sales from Wakefield. From Wakefield, because yeah. he can do that. He can he can do the West Sail Thirty Two, all the way to a two hundred footer. Yeah. It, it, and and you and, and if there's a mess up, he's a lot of those big yachts. Because I know he does big yachts. He uh, does the biggest the, the, of the, the bigs. Big, yeah. yeah.
1: But I know two thousand pounds. If I was sale. Jeff
0: Bezos, I would be buying sales from Wakefield because I knew if they came <laughs> screwed up, he's he's gonna physically fix them. Yeah. Himself. Yeah. He's not gonna farm it out. Right to somebody else. He's not just a salesman. No, he's he's a sailmaker. He's a sailmaker. Sail Would he,
1: he be classified as a master sailmaker? Absolutely, nice. absolutely.
0: One one of the best out there. I one should of have the best. known that. I already yeah. did. Really. Yeah. And so so
1: you did. You chatted with him about. Well, I just got so when I was out at sea, it's always kind of funny, you know. You go out for even just a week long trip, and you get back, and there's just a ton of emails. You're like, whoa, because oh, yeah. yeah. I have to check that stuff pretty much every day when I'm on land. But in any event, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised that he he reached out. And uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what, uh, you know, it seems like it could be one of those things where it's beneficial for both parties. I don't know exactly, you know, what we're thinking. I'm going to talk to him over the next couple of days. But I mean, that's been for me and future endeavors and Sparrow, that's been the Achilles heel is that those beautiful sales that you made mm-hmm. back in the day, yep. after seventy thousand miles, seventy thousand. Try have... getting
0: some tires to do that. Yeah, I know, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> And and
1: tough miles, not easy, easy day, miles not by easy any means. No, no, up twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. that stasel was the only thing we had to redo. What the luff tape on it, and then the uh, just because the hanks were the hanks through the hanks through had, the tape. yeah, they had like a millimeter of. Yeah, because Material that was a folded left. left tape. That wasn't like because
0: they were hanked. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it had a Dyneema. It would have mm-hmm. had a Dyneema uh, line in there, probably like
1: five millimeter or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, and I mean, that that sail was on the deck the entire voyage around the world. It yeah, never yeah. left the deck. Yeah, so when I, I put the storm jib up, the staysail st- was, st- was there. Well, yeah. you know what? There might have been, I think, the gale, the March gale in the Pacific. I might have taken that stasel down below because that was blowing real hard. Yeah, Yeah, That was the fateful one It was just like flinging
0: sheets over the side.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I would just lash that sucker down, but it just, you know, it was one of those where in those situations when you know you're really going to get hit, uh, you want to clear the deck of as much as possible. Because the last thing you want is, you know, a, a stupid sail tie to let go, and then it falls over the front and it's hanging in the water. You know. And you have to go up there because yeah, yeah, yeah. a big part of what you're trying to avoid is having to move around the boat in those yeah, conditions. Yeah. You know, going even past mid mass no, no, you or don't. Just outside the outside cockpit. the cockpit. Yeah, I yeah. there during that one. I still there's there's like this short little clip I did uh down below. You can hear the halyards are freaking banging, and it's it's blowing. You can hear the waves hitting the hull and stuff. I spent a lot of time down below, but that was. That was the one where they lost that guy on the Volvo boat. Oh yeah, John Fisher. That's right. Couldn't get him back. Yeah, didn't even know he went over. I don't think all they found was a broken tether. I think well, I think it was at night. Yeah, it definitely was. I think they
0: did know, but in order to turn a Volvo boat around, like it's not. Yeah, it's not. It takes like half an hour.
1: I'm sure they can do a little faster than that, but yeah, especially if someone's in the water. Well, and that's the thing, you know. They we used to. in the BVI, you'd see you'd see a lot of coconuts, you know? Everyone's all floating in the water. Yeah. And if you ever spotted one when we were teaching people, that was one of the things we always... Oh, there's your man over. there You're like, trail. listen, see that? Yeah. That's a coconut. So imagine that's a person's head. Yeah. See how hard it is to see them? Oh, man. And it's a shocker. Because you think, like, oh, a person in the water. I'll be able to see them. Just their head is poking out, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can't. No, no way. No, no way. way. That's
0: why they do those search... So you know that when they do the searches, they do that strange the... pattern. Yeah, because they know that even if they fly over somebody, they know they're gonna miss them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, there's a Veritasium. Um, I believe uh, he's got a YouTube channel. It's this uh, physics professor. Who just just gets into normal everyday science of everyday things, mm-hmm. and uh, and and he is like. He de- didn't debunk. I mean, he just sort of explained the way the Coast Guard does a search pattern. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, if you look, if, if I draw, draw it out for you, it looks nuts. Right, like, right. It just looks chaotic. Looks like a
1: spider on
0: LSD. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and he was like, no, no, this makes total sense. This is why they do this. A lot of, uh, there were some PhDs involved. Oh, see, really? In I developing know the search that. pattern. You know, you lose a guy and, and let's say X marks the spot. Uh-huh. And then you put a box around it. Yeah, And it, it's just zigging and zagging and up and down and, right, you right, know, right, but, right and it looks like just it looks like lunacy right? yeah but but it's like no 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 this is this is how we find people. There's method it, to that math. Well because
1: yeah. I would think if you if you had like a, a really uh, designed sort of you know like a square spiral and you work your way out from the center, if you're starting off out of position, then that whole thing is gonna be yeah. just a waste of time. And that randomness can actually probably be pretty beneficial. Yeah, I think I it think. just improves the odds. So. I hope I never have to deal with that, <laughs> dude. I you know I can't I'm, imagine on the, the last trip, you know, it was kind of because you know the, the the idea of life jackets and, and, and me solo sailing is one thing, you know, obviously a life jacket's not gonna do anything except for make your Make 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 what should only take two minutes probably take five hours and then I, I'm actually going to get eaten instead of just drowned or just, just succumb to a hypothermia. Yeah, I mean there some some people have made the argument that that well there is a a slim chance that the boat will malfunction and if you just keep swimming towards it. Or after it, because it's going to be sailing away. Now, why would the boat? How the well, boat and that's soon? that's my retort to it is like, dude, well, if, could if, you do something?
0: If, could you do something with
1: the uh, wind vane? I've thought about I've thought about having like, like, something as simple as as a fishing line that's you know a hundred and fifty yards long or whatever. That if you can just get it and put a little tension on it, it disengages the. So the thing the starts doing circles, or yeah, or just essentially hove to. or it, Well, pretty much, yeah. I mean, if if the if you disengage it, chances are it is going to round up into the wind and start luffing and and all that. But the only problem is now you've got this this line that potentially can foul in the boat or on the wind vane. Yeah, and so now you're setting yourself up to have something go wrong. And I I firmly believe that. The knowledge that if you make one slip, one mistake, yeah. you will die on deck. Yeah. That hey, you know what? That's that's better than any false sense of security from any freaking life jacket tether, whatever. I mean, you know, obviously a mistake and an accident can happen, and it happens all the time for sure. Yeah, but I also know that you know a lot of times when when people are lost overboard, the only thing they find is a broken tether. It's like, oh, oh geez. You know, it's scary. <laughs> or, it's or scary because it's a reality. A jack line that's come on. Yeah, right. Exactly. Really so yeah, I don't know, yeah, but on this last yeah. trip, it was really good. Uh, it was, it was kind of interesting, though. I mean, I, I don't like to be one of those guys that's, you know, do as I say, not as I do, but unfortunately the whole life jacket thing for me that ship sailed you know i'm i'm so used to not having one and being in that mindset Mm. that i can't really every every step is a dangerous step so take it it with great care i need to be i like to be able to move and do my thing and all that sort of stuff but at the same time you know i'm i'm in teaching mode at that point Mm. offshore seamanship so you know they're out there and they're they're wearing well, your, their life your boat, jackets. Your boat's
0: and... constantly rigged with jack lines, right? No, no, oh, Jesus, oh, God. I, <laughs> I have so tell mom. <laughs> what I have what I
1: have on sparrows. I have a huge like D ring, hard point in the cockpit down low, like a, like a pad eye, yeah, 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 that I can clip onto. And I did you know the night of the big knockdown back in twenty twenty two, and I can clip into that. And, and I could be locked into that cockpit. Now, at the same time, though, I still know that if I would have been in the cockpit with that tether on and what happened happened, I wouldn't be here. It would have ripped me straight out of there. For you sure. So? Oh, it would have broken that tether for sure. Are it broke sure? the gallows off. And they are bolted we'll do, at mm-hmm. like... Six
0: points. Well, sometimes those those fabrics, man, they're shockingly strong. Anyway. Yeah,
1: I don't, I don't know. But, you know, and that's a what if, you know, we don't really need to think of. But it was, you know, it was one of those things where in the other situation, and I think it makes sense, you'll have to tell me, but if I'm if I'm sitting there not wearing a life jacket and I'm telling you and your significant other, like, hey, you should be wearing your life jackets because in this situation if you fall overboard and i'm not here and they're here how long is it going to take them to get back to you out here in six foot seas and crazy wind yeah that's going to be the difference between you drowning and you surviving is if you can sit there and be supported by a life jacket for 10 maybe 20 minutes right yeah in the cold water yeah well, even in the warm water, it's it's, it's really it's, hard to tread water oh, in yeah. six-foot seas. Oh, yeah. Well, the other
0: thing, too, is that you're just like, why couldn't I have married a match racer? <laughs> <laughs> right? Someone who could just sit there and just do donuts yeah, around right. you in, like, the tightest circle ever. <laughs> just sheet on, sheet off, sheet on, sheet off, you yeah, know. Right. So it, it was just helming with their knee yeah yeah. don't worry I'll be right back don't worry about it oh oh, missed
1: you I'll be in two seconds I'll be back you know (laughs) no for sure well (laughs) and it is you know we in the in the early stages because this was the basically the second or the third technically session with this couple and uh you know they went from basically how how do you maneuver this boat in a marina without hitting stuff to that's first 600 mile offshore sort of passage and uh yeah, night and day, they they have just done an amazing job. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> You're right, though. How
0: to maneuver in a marina that that is so huge. important. It's so, so important. When I,
1: like I said, when I think of the advertising for the the sailing into oblivion school of seamanship, unaccredited. Yeah, uh, <laughs> unaccredited. I, yeah I always gotta throw that on there because it's just a creation of mine, but. Um, the, the the ad always goes, you know, it focuses on somebody's on their phone and it's like, are you tired of calling your insurance agency every time you want to take your boat out? Well, we're here to help. I, I like it. <laughs> I like it. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. So like it, even. All right. So
0: we've been on whale, you know, just, you know, we've the audience should probably know this if they've listened long enough. Yeah, you know, we've been on whalers ever since we were like
1: thirteen, five,
0: baby. Well, thirteen years old too. Oh, since, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. I
1: got my license. You used to be able to get your license at twelve.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I got mine at like thirteen or something. Man, like you're that. a late yeah. developer, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't know about all. Well, old you know, Sven. you know, you know, you know, you know the reason why they started letting me go on the whaler. Was to take the cans back to the foot. Oh yeah, right. If he's in Michigan, it's ten cents a can. Yeah, it's been that way for a very long time, and so I would head down to the the foot, which which was the you know the the end of the lake. But there was a, a general store there.
1: Yeah, a little twenty minute yeah. jaunt on a Boston Whaler. It was, it was great, you know.
0: I'm sure. I'm sure. I. I don't know if I was wearing a life jacket, <laughs> but, but uh,
1: back then, probably, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. There, there might have not to. have
0: even been any in the boat. No, they're definitely, where there definitely were. There
1: were at least those, those Type Four cushion. Cushions. Oh, the cushion square yeah, ones. Yeah, they yeah. say
0: this is not a life preserver.
1: Well, uh, it, uh, technically, it is. It's a flotation a flotation device. device. That's yeah. all you need. But yeah. They, yeah. those laws have changed, though. I think under a certain age, you have to wear a life jacket on a boat. Um, I. believe it's state to state.
0: I. I thought I read something about Florida if you're if you're under a certain age and it's like thirty five or thirty eight or something like that. You need a you need a boating card. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they California did, the, did it right as I was leaving.
1: It's like if you're and, born after nineteen eighty two. Yeah. And, and so California
0: did it right right as I was leaving. And I was like, wait, wait, What what? I'm like, what do you mean? I need a boating? What? Yeah, right. You know? I got like, a driver's license. I yeah, can drive a car, car,
1: which is in traffic. In traffic, you're right. Seventy-five miles an hour. But
0: but it, okay. Anyways, go, going back to um, the whole, you know, maneuvering around around a marina. Uh huh.
1: All
0: right. So so this was the original, this is the original thing. It was like yeah. So we've been driving whalers since we were like 13 years old. Yeah. Still to this day. To this day. I still get a little nervous with the trailer in the marina on the ramp with a a bunch of other boats. Right, right, with the guys jockeying for position, getting in and out of the ramp because I don't want to be that guy that occupies the ramp for too long. I just want to dump it and get out, right, right, so I can let the next guy go. And uh, and still to this day, the most nervous part that I have is around the marina, Mm -hmm. you know, with all these obstacles and and. actually i think it's actually the other people that make me nervous yeah if you were all alone there's nobody else around you're fine yeah 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 yeah, and and so i'm like as soon as i exit out to blue water i'm like yeah yeah yeah. i'm like okay now that's done
1: now well and it's it's funny that you say it because i've i've seen that before with people that i'm trying to help way back in the past uh and I could just tell this one guy, like, we, we left the dock. It was a piece of cake. It was down at Bitter End. And I think it was like a private thing. It was like a catamaran these people had chartered. And they were like, man, I need some help. Anyway, we go out sailing, and I could just see he's like tense and i'm I in, in the morning field yeah, yeah we were out in the north sound just cruising you know doing too. doing all this stuff but we're no we're out in the middle there's nothing around but he's still tense and i was like hey are you all right yeah. what's going on and he's like i all i can think of is trying to put this this boat back on that dock and i was on like the dock, yeah, yeah. Well, and i was well, like you
0: are hard on big cats man i know That's but nice. i was like i was that like that makes hey. it look easy
1: yeah, oh yeah, well, yeah, he definitely does. I mean, he, he was always, he just had that spatial and speed awareness. And, and he knows always, how to
0: back down and get it going in the opposite
1: direction. Yeah, yeah, Right, yeah. so if you're
0: coming in hot or you got some windage, mm-hmm. he knows how to correct.
1: Yeah. And he's, he's already he's thinking about weird. how he's going to correct. Well, and he's you. got, you know, on uh, uh, it's, it's kind of counterintuitive, but there's a, an overconfidence that you kind of need. Yeah. It'll bite you sometimes, so, but the vast majority of the time that's what you need. You need to be able to goose that throttle in just the right second, just be like, I got this. Yeah, like just just billowing exhaust. Uh-huh. Just, <laughs> like Ron, dude. Yeah. Throw you know, them rubber bumper things. I remember over. that I remember
0: one time we were coming into, I don't know, one of the gas docks in the BVI, and there was just inches to spare. Mm-hmm. So you had a eight hundred thousand dollar cat another eight hundred thousand dollar cat yeah and then a gap and the boat's like our boat's like 45 feet and it's got <laughs> and he and and dad's got 47 feet to put her into with windage and yeah. he and he did it and I was just like I'm like are you out of your mind I'm like I would just hung out yeah, just done yeah, circles right. he no he didn't care I mean or at least that's
1: the well, air. It's a point of pride sometimes oh, yeah, pr- oh Oh, I think... And that'll like,
0: bite you as well. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the guys that we toss the ropes to, I think they're like, geez, dude. Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, you did it. Nice one, Cap. Yeah, no rubbing, no <laughs> racing. You know? It's like, wow. Well, it's, it,
1: it's really interesting when you get into places where the current is running really hot. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. When, that's when you, you really... I hate to say it, but you just don't mess around with that at all. Like you, you time it. Or, weren't you
0: in the? You did some stuff in the Solent when you were getting. Oh yeah, RYA. and we
1: had to. They they would punish. They'd be like, "All right, we're pulling in, but we want to be at maximum flood." And so you would have to do these crab walk maneuvers through these fairways in between these docks, where your boat is literally going sideways. Wow. And then you got to get it in that slip, and you have to know exactly which line is going on like first and, yeah yeah and it it was i'm so glad i got that experience over there because yeah, when nice. i when i'm training people now like it's there's a whole protocol before you even get to the marina you know, we're seeing what's going on. Where everybody is getting told what their position is going to be. We do a flyby to make sure we know the height of the fenders, and then once we are hundred percent sure of the game plan, yeah. then we go in. And yeah. most people are just like, "Well, oh, like, I'm just, just going to nose in. I'm just going to yeah. nose right it's in. Like, oh yeah, the fenders. Hey, throw the fender, and that's when the yelling starts and the crashing, and then you call the insurance company. And yeah, because the moment yelling starts. You've lost, little, you, you've lost the yeah. plot. You've lost control. Yeah. And, and everybody's eyes are on you now, and you can feel that, and your pulse rate goes up, and it's just like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Now, we used to, it's we
0: used to, stuff. Uh, like, um, in Newport, we used to race the J24s and stuff like that. And uh, uh, Jay Mueller, great guy, The uh, he owned uh, It's Not Pink, which is the name of the boat because it had a salmon deck. Oh nice. <laughs> <laughs> good, so so when, we, when we when we when we check in with the race committee we they go they go boat sail number you know and and you go blah 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 and then you go it's not pink and then the race committee would yell back uh, we don't care what your deck color is and you're like, no, no. The name of the yacht is it's not pink. <laughs> you know? And so, I mean, I mean, we were we were just. I mean, this is in the this is in the early 2000s. And uh, I mean, uh, it, um, Jay Mueller, one of the best helmsmen I've ever met. But you know, we treated it much like a party. Everyone on the boat was like like, like North Sails. Yeah, Saturday, stuff yeah, like have a good time, man. But we would we would like come up to the hoist right because we were dry sailing these things yeah you know but every once in a while there'd be a like a, a full weekend regatta where mm. they'd let us keep it uh, on in, the dock yeah. on the dock at sail newport and uh you would hear just screaming and yelling at, like people like i mean because we are trying to put these boats inches from each other yeah right and like make sure all the lines are really tight so as you go and leave and go and party that night uh your boat hasn't been grinding up on somebody else's. yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. for sure every every, regardless of the quality of the boat or the the condition of the boat and somebody else's baby yeah and so uh and so (laughs) we would just sit there just with Budweiser's just silent
1: And just listening listening. listening to the
0: yelling and the chaos and the, hey, you're too close, blah, blah, blah. And then we would just sit there and just wait till everybody else died in and just slip in. There there wouldn't be a a word over a whisper.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Well, you come up with your game plan. And the biggest thing is that everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing. And then, you know, you execute. But it's when people just slide right in and things don't I go the seen, way
0: they think it's going to. I think we've seen that a couple of times at the islands, you know, where, the, oh, where well, the man's in the back or the husband's in the back. Typical. Behind, yes. behind the wheel yelling at a wife that has absolutely no idea what she's doing.
1: Because she has not been informed Worms, by the captain. Yes. Now.
0: Who's the dude who's failed already at his... It's a very at typical his, thing, his yes, positions, yes. right? Uh, God, it's so funny to watch it. I mean, it, it's funny and sad at the same time. Right? Yeah, yeah, well,
1: and it, it used to be when when Bitter End had the original, like, quarterdeck dock, which was just a pier going out, and then it was a huge T, and it stretched right in front of the view of the pub, and all those boats oh, would come oh, up at 5 oh, and just, start just docking. Get, get the bag watching. of popcorn. Oh, and yeah. Just, oh, just, yeah. Just, well, because... That, that, unfortunately, that dock was situated at the mixing point between gusts of wind coming from Eustatius Sound and gusts of wind coming from Deep Bay. Uh-huh. And they just flip-flop. And you're like, yeah, I got this. And then all of a sudden, 180-degree wind shift. You don't got
0: this. Oh, I remember I, I remember that one time we went out for a full moon sail. And we sort of raced back. Yeah. And I was like, I was sending it.
1: And then... <laughs> and then
0: boom boom done and then everyone passed me and like one of the people was like an olympics helms uh person could have been yeah Yeah. and i was just like and i'm like all right i'm caning it and then then all of a sudden i guess i got like within reaching distance of the dock yeah yeah. and i was just like and then all of a sudden everyone just started walking past me and i was like damn it i was winning no i'm it was you know, a tricky was little beach to get into. It'll be interesting yeah.
1: to see where, where exactly they pull up the boats and stuff now. Um, but, yeah, it was always that, that little water sports center, man, yeah. watching those winds shift back and forth, back and oh, forth. Oh, you can
0: see it on the water, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can yeah. see the little spirals and, and uh-huh. stuff, the eddies.
1: Well, there was up on the, the trail that went over the hill, there was a little meadow. And if you sat in that meadow, you could look down and you could see the entire weather pattern. And you could, it, it yeah, really changed. the waves of wind. The waves yeah, wind. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if it was a real easterly wind, it was pretty gusty. If it was more northerly, it cleaned it all up. And I don't know, we used to go up there uh, when we were getting really good with windsurfing and stuff. We were like, we got to figure this pattern out. We just sit up there and watch it. And oh, it, oh, oh yeah, okay. So great. if we yeah. catch a gust there, we can hook into that one and then, you know. Well it's know, it's we're a, do it. we had like a lot of time on It's our hands. A, like
0: whole thing with the racing stuff where you're just like where it's like paw on, low, Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, pressure, low, pressure pressure, pressure. And calling <laughs> it out, how many boat links. That always used to drive me nuts. Oh, yeah. You know, but you do need that communication if you're gonna do stuff like that. You know? uh-huh. But, but mm-hmm. it's like all you hear on the boat is like Puff on three, bow and puff on. Okay, low, knock, header, knock, yeah. knock, header. You know,
1: helm's getting heavy, getting heavy. Yeah, yeah, ease, yeah, ease.
0: Yeah. You know what? You know what? I always, I always thought was interesting is because um, I saw the pros do it, um, and 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 so the the trimmers talking to the pros. You want to bring that mic a little closer? Yeah, yeah. The 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 trimmers um, uh, to the to the. To the um, to the driver mm-hmm. was always like in the in the super pro stuff. They're always saying, "How does it feel?" How, yeah, Because you know, oh, yeah. the, the, the helm, the helm feel?
1: lets you know if you're yeah, dragging you know. that rudder or if that rudder is just passing right through the water. Yeah, I mean, and sometimes you might need to the ease, balance, ease out in order to
0: get. the oh, yeah. boat underneath the sails and maybe flatten it out a little bit. hundred percent. But you you can tell when you're on an amateur amateur boat when nobody's asking the helmsman how it feels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, that's you know that's the kind of communication because usually the communication. On on most situations, it seems to be going in one direction when it should really be both ways. It's it's a two way street, not a one way street. Well,
1: I mean, it's the same with like you know sports teams. I can remember playing like basketball when I was a kid on an actual team. The coach constantly harping us like. Why aren't you guys talking? Talk, yeah, communicate. Yeah. Yeah, you know? don't have to yell at Maybe each other, silent. but just have the yeah.
0: communication available. You know? no, 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 for sure. And don't be sure. afraid to say something either. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. people get nervous, you know. I think, Yeah, because, you,
1: know, yeah. you know, it's that whole... That whole ingrained thing that we don't want to be the in person. front of everybody's eyes because yeah, that's yeah. not a good no because in the past were, that's it, not a good thing no
0: yeah because what they say you know back in the day the reason you had to stand up in front of the tribe is probably because you did something
1: wrong yeah, yeah. really bad yeah, you, you polluted the creek you yeah. did this yeah uh, yeah so who knows I don't know what and it's it's kind of interesting because you know obviously my helm's person on Sparrow is. A mechanical device but I'm always watching it and I can tell when it's straining and I'm like oh okay too much weather helm and I balance it out when it's balanced it operates and functions it looks like it's having an easy day if it yeah. looks like it's struggling yeah. I know that I'm, I'm letting it down by not balancing the sails and all that stuff and there's times where I have to it has to just deal with it for sure but Oh yeah, you're like all right. If we can just muscle
0: through yeah, this a little yeah, bit yeah. longer, then we should be fine on the other side. Get you know, through the struggle, yeah, you know, sort of, to the
1: to uh, the rainbow. Yeah, <laughs>
0: so once we get past this, this this sea state or this this uh, or this uh,
1: you know just some big rip current typey thing. Yeah, or yeah, it just let's. Well, it was, that that's kind of that was like the theme of the first like four days of this this last trip I mean it was it was a brutal assault on all the senses because we when we left and we're going to the north side of the Bahamas you know our game plan was to be able to stay pretty close to the island and the winds you know were, were pretty fresh but it, we had these head seas so the west sail every time it hits a head sea it basically stops and it, it wants a hobby horse right because it has a big rounded bow yep yep. yep. And then the winds kind of cranked around instead of out of the south. It was a southeast. And so you're hard on the wind. And a West Sail, like we, we basically were trying to make a West Sail do what a West Sail does not want to do. <laughs> the one thing it does yeah, now is to go to wind in a choppy, you know, oh, yeah. wind choppy sea. And, and it was just slow. And we just had to grit it out because we had to wait. There wasn't, if we went the other direction, and I was telling them this, I was like, you know, kind of the nice part about some of the big trips I do is if if this was the situation, I would peel away and head towards the center of this low to get to the wind shift faster. And it it cost me two days or whatever. Yeah. But... Well, I'd be just, comfortable.
0: Yeah, you, you can throw out the time frame because the, the time frame doesn't really matter to you. You're just exactly. Like,
1: yeah. You know. And we when we when we looked at like the tracker and everything, our maximum speed was thirteen and a half knots or something, and it was done during the two minutes that it took us to jibe the boat around because we we did one little jibe to kind of gain a little bit of ground back, and I was I was I should have. That's the only That's one of the only mistakes I made on this trip was. I should have said, hey, you know what? For half an hour, I, w- I want to run in this when it was blowing about 26, 27. Well, okay. So and that's a good breeze. Yeah, so. because it's it's a real it's It's a real it's joy. Good breeze, that's vague breeze. It's a big breeze. It's fun. It's yeah. fun to run downwind uh, in a West L. And oh, just, just see one pushed. of those boats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and it just surfs. It just surfs. And you don't have to... You know, you're not digging into the wave the next wave or anything because the bow just is allergic how, how much, to the water. How, yeah. How much helming uh,
0: do you have to do when you're when you're running like that? None. Not really. Yeah. Well,
1: and that was that was kinda I was curious because they have what's called a hydro vane, which is a very yeah, I new I saw the video that you yeah, put out. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um pretty sexy. Yeah, they're they're pretty cool. I like it. It's definitely seems to be like a very hardy, very simple design. Um I'm, you know, I'll, I obviously will always support and, and prefer the Aries wind vane just because it's, it's performed so well for so many thousands, tens of thousands of miles for me. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's so great. Cause you, those boats being a long keel or a full keel, heavy displacement, they're like, they're just like a freight train they just want to yeah. keep going straight yeah. whereas a modern boat you know you, you hit the wave a little wrong and they they'll round right up on you yeah. the one question i had it's was blurry yeah, but when
0: when um is when you're showing that video um i noticed it was a fabric that was that was sort of like, oh okay. instead
1: of a wood plank yeah, yeah, instead for of the something wind blade part yeah, yeah. wind
0: blade part yeah, yeah. and uh, i was just like ooh fabric Fabric, technically, it's a moving part, man. Yeah, you, you know, know true, true, and true. And, uh, and I was just, I was like, you know, I'm sure it lasts years. Like, Umbrella, I think, has a warranty of like five, right? Yeah, five years um, doesn't mean it's not gonna shit the bed, though. Well, <laughs> yeah. I
1: I don't know if they had any spares of that, but yeah. that that would be, in my estimation, the only real kind of weak point that I saw that was obvious because. Because it's laced on. I saw that part. It's laced on on the bottom. It's like a sock. It goes over, and it's like kind of an aluminum frame or something. Yep, saw that. Essentially, the the issue I have with it is if you get into a situation where a big breaking wave comes and towers over that and hits it, you can mangle that mechanism. You can mangle the actual frame. Oh, the tubing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it gets real smashed yeah. hard, because yeah. the because the Aries has it's just it's just plywood, little plank, yeah. and it's thin. It's like less than a quarter inch, and the the idea is, big wave hits it, it snaps that thing off. You go grab one of the six others, put it on. Oh, so how
0: many spares do you keep? Six, six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have I've you broken one?
1: Only one. One. And but it was, it was one wave. It was immediate and snafu that was the kind of weird thing thinking about it when we went upside down it didn't break that
0: really and yeah. in the spares like what three take up about the same space as a pizza box
1: oh yeah no, I, yeah. You, you can have tons of them and I you know they're easy to make they're cheap um, yeah it's just great I mean when I was, when I was yeah sorta- you can make one Oh, I make them all the time, yeah, yeah. yeah you just yeah. you just take the template, cut it out, varnish twice. Because the biggest thing is you're trying to make sure the weight is the same, so you got to use the yeah. same material, same wood, okay. all that stuff. Okay, all right, I didn't know that. Because it, yep. like, balances. Ideally, with, with all these wind vanes, with that actual wind vane part, it's got a counterweight so that at rest, zero wind, it's going to just sit straight up and down. But if you move it to the side, it should sit just, like, there. Yeah. So it's it's, like it's negative buoyancy or it's, it's neutral, neutral. It's neutral. neutral, neutral and neutral. so any wind, any puff of breeze is going to affect it and make it move. And then, then you're good to go. But it's, they do have a smaller version uh, of it for heavier weather. So it's not getting knocked around. Cause I, even with the the Aries, I never had really smaller ones. Yeah. Um, but I remember in some of the gales down in the Southern ocean, looking at the wood and it would, you know, tank it all the way over, and then the wood would start bending. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, no. oh, I better get up there and help. Yeah. I gotta help. Yeah. Holy smokes. Where, where are the spares
0: again? Yeah. Well,
1: on Sparrow, t- you know, the, uh, the, uh, I forget the name of them, but basically the, the washboards that you would, uh, Basically put in at the companion way. So water doesn't come in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, you know, three quarter inch plexiglass. No, 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 no. no. I can use one of those. But I can they're plexiglass so I can see Mongo and see what Mongo's doing. And there were, dude, I spent so many hours standing there holding on these two handrails, looking through that plexiglass, then seeing just these waves, and the wind is just going. And like, I'm just sitting there grinding my teeth, like, oh, how uh, bad's yeah. it gonna get? Uh, yeah, yeah. But I was safe and sound down below. You know, I mean, it's, it's just, yeah. you, you get knocked around. It's like being a cat in a Christmas present box. Yeah, just being shook. in a room full of kids. Yeah.
0: What is what, this? It, it makes noises it, 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 every time we shake it. it, it, it someone forgot to poke holes <laughs> in the side of this box. And Edna, cat. <laughs> packed dad. her cat
1: again. Oh yeah, yeah. So I don't know, man. It's uh, ugh. this point, dude. Trying to just keep up the momentum. Yeah.
0: Well. Well. Anyways, back to back to Wakefield. Wakefield. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, let's circle back. Yeah. Let's circle back. Yeah. Let's <laughs> man overboard. <laughs> let's do the drill <coughs> crash uh, job. yeah crash job. throw oh. over all the so anyways okay so wakefield being on the bleeding edge of of whatever the technology is that yeah, North oh, yeah. Sales has no, to offer he's, right he's... now and now i i know that you have you know your boat right you know your boat yes you know what the sails the kind of sails you know how deep you want to reef and blah 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 and the you know, stasel size i need a deeper a third know. reef that's for sure not much sure. Yeah. by about two foot yep yeah. yep yeah. yep yeah. but if he offers you innovations you know which i know i know when we first talked you were a little reserved right that, listen you got to hear him out oh yeah. yeah yeah i you, will you have i will trust him. Hear him well out.
1: because yeah. the 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 next voyage is not going to be you know Around the world, Southern Ocean sort of thing. It's gonna touch the Southern Ocean, but it's not. It's not yeah. one of those where I'm like, you know, gonna be in a place where, like, in the middle of the Indian Ocean and be like, yeah. uh oh, innovation yeah, yeah. didn't work out, did it? Now I'm really screwed. No, this is more casual. No,
0: I, absolutely. It and that casual
1: fifteen thousand mile trip. Well, well. We
0: that brings me back to the original point is, is that being the case, mm-hmm. then I would open your mind up to stuff that he might suggest, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to bite on it, but you know, take it into consideration because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because as they develop new, you know, fabrics in new stuff, um, there might be something that you never knew existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that you might be like, holy shit, this, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Holy crap, you know? So, so don't poo poo any, <laughs> any suggestions of his stuff because no. he's, he's done, he's done really good, um, sale choices set up of sale, uh, suits of sales. And he just knows his shit so well that, that if he, if he nudge, if he, he'll never push you, but he'll nudge you. Oh, yeah. And nudge away. So, yeah, I, I would away. take his, his,
1: his suggestions like, you know, like gospel. Cause they, you know, he, he knows, he knows that aspect way more than I do. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'll, I'll go with whatever they say. Cause they, you know, in the end, we're just looking at a mainsail and a mm. staysail. Yeah. Um, the jibs, I, because it's all hank on. I usually like to have about six or seven different size jibs and drifters yeah. and the spinnaker and right. all that sort of stuff. And, and they might
0: be able to use you as a as a as a platform. I mean, I, I can't speak for North sales because yeah. I haven't worked for them in so long. But you know, sometimes everyone's looking for an excuse to put something experimental on something and then just get some feedback, like in mm-hmm. six months after, like you know, you've you've thrown like fifteen thousand miles or ten thousand yeah, miles. Yeah, on yeah, that. They're like, what did you what did you see? Here, we'll give you. I'm not going to say anybody gives anything for free, no. But but they might be like, hey, after ten thousand miles, how does this look? We're going to give you this something that's the brand new fabric, paper thin. Yeah. You'd be like yeah, you'd yeah. be like, this won't last five minutes. And they're like, <laughs> well, if it doesn't, let us know. Let us know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's like you know, and that that might that might be the cost. Right. Letting, right. Letting right. Well, and, and the cool
1: yeah. part for, for for well, obviously for me, I get sales. And and they'll be less expensive than like maybe buying brand new ones, uh, you know, at cost or whatever. But yeah. for them, if if we start working on this, you know, by May and building them mm-hmm. by October, November, I'm mm-hmm. going to set sail and and I'm going to be at sea for the next ten, fifteen thousand miles. Yep. So they're going to get their results pretty much immediately. They're not going to have to wait for well, the a other year. thing
0: too. Since you've got a public presence. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not like you're not gonna. It's not like you're gonna keep any
1: secrets. No, no, no. no. Yeah, the, yeah. the plan is to have Starlink on the boat uh, for this next one. So that would be, cool. yeah, be cool. Yeah. So we can do like not not necessarily daily updates, but I I have always wanted to do like a live stream kind of thing like cocktail hour live stream or you know. oh that'd be fun yeah where where you just sort of check in and see what the weather's doing and what's it what's the what's the
0: what's the full out of pocket before you're watching youtube on your
1: <laughs> uh i think i think for the system it's just over two two k and then you, because i would need the global service uh probably 200 bucks that is bullshit. What? Wait! It should be global. It's satellites. Yeah. Wait, you're telling well, me? Well, no, that they you're like- they just have they have cheaper rates. If if you're gonna be in the U.S. region, All it's right. a much cheaper rate. I thought that was the whole point. Hey, talk to Elon, man. I don't know, Elon. If you're listening, I know you are. <laughs> this is bullshit. It should be a
0: flat rate. I mean, these are it the rich but hey, you
1: know,
0: what did he do? He like shut off internet
1: for Ukraine or some shit like that. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? So, I, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where I, I kind of went back and forth with it because I, I really don't like the idea of being connected out there, but I also know that, uh, if I want to be able to continue to do this stuff, I have to stay connected so that, you know, it's, uh, there's just more eyes on it, so that I can, when I'm back on land, I can actually work and do do the presentations and do all that stuff and and make a living, so I can keep funding a boat. Cause dang, even even Sparrow, yeah, like the fact the fact that I couldn't put the boat in this year, I could not afford to do it like that. That was a wake up call. Mm-hmm. It just it strengthened my resolve. And man, I mean, for a little while it looked like it was gonna break my back, but then. Then I was yeah. like, "Wow!" Well, things started happening. It, so I'll, it's it's pretty cool. But. Here's here's the other
0: thing. Once you've read the the last book for the third time. And you're in the doldrums or something you might want to be like uh, maybe i just send an email i do a video chat with someone for god's sake yeah well but honestly i know that i know you probably think that what, ruins it that's yeah, yeah. what i
1: feel well it, not that it, well no it, it you're absolutely 100 right it does ruin it because it sucks you out of this this momentum and, that you get and then you might rabbit hole it into the Starlink. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Now, now it's
0: a crutch,
1: well, not an aid. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. And and I'm I'm 100% uh open to and I always have been. I have tons of podcasts and things like that, but there there are things that you have to ration because I could only download so many. Yeah. And I have those. And once I'm ten miles offshore, there's, there's no, no new ones coming out. New. So that's oh, what so I yeah, have. Yeah, rationing. Yeah. And there's yeah. there's something to that, that I'll disconnection that, that yeah. it's a beautiful no, it thing. Was like, man. It was like
0: what we were we were talking a couple of pods ago. It was like, I'll get a Tim Dillon. Yeah, My, yeah. like uh, 11 o'clock or midnight on
1: a Saturday. No, oh, and you're like,
0: I can't sleep. I'm so excited to listen to it. And I'll be like, no, I got to save it for you gotta tomorrow. You got to save it. Yeah, I got to yeah, save yeah. it
1: for tomorrow. No, nah, you got to yeah. save for the flavor. That's for sure. And I, dude, I on that trip around the world, man, I listened to everything so, well, I was just out there for so long, but I can remember, you know, towards the last couple months, I had listened to everything oh, multiple times. And there were, there were about... 10 or 12 different podcasts over all the different ones that I had that were one of them was like my dessert, you know. So I I I at the end of the day I'd be like, let's turn that one on. And I'd listen to it right like 50 freaking times. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Hey, hey, uh, can we take a little
0: pee break? You know? Sure, man. You're right, you go right in. Right, I'm sweet. just going
1: to keep rolling here. Oh jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave, bro. <laughs> Ah, good old Sam. Yeah, yeah, you know, they broke the mold when they made this guy. I'll tell you. The stories he could tell, but we're still waiting for the statue limitations. Ah, just kidding. Just kidding. Now it's always good to come down and uh, and check it out because it, it was, um... God, those those sales that, that he made, I think at the time he was working for Doyle, and that's cool. I You know, it doesn't really matter to me, um what the company brand is. Although I will say that I have always kind of wanted that North sales logo on those sales. I think that would be, there's just something about it. It would be cool. And I think it was probably the fact that Sven worked for them for so long, uh, and that they're kind of the cutting edge and all that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping, hopefully we'll be able to make something happen and kind of partner up a little bit and, Ease the ease the burden the financial burden because um, that's one thing that you can't really skimp on. When you go offshore, you got to make sure you've got some pretty tough sails. It was really nice on this last voyage. You know the sails on that west sail are great, and I kept kind of remarking on that one when when the winds were blowing and we're hard on the wind, the apparent winds ripping, and you got reefs in and there's tension and the sails are flat and you're looking at them and and. You're kind of like, boy, isn't it nice to know that those are some nice new sails. They're not going to blow out. Because I, you know, I, I still have the original main that came with Sparrow. I don't know how old it is. Very, very old, though. It's got to be at least 20 plus years. And no battens in it. And the stitching, you know, eventually starts going. That's typically what goes first. And there were a few trips where I was like every time I put a reef in, tension it up, all of a sudden I just hear rip. And I'm like, oh man. So, down below, it's got to come, and then I have to take out the sewing machine, and then it's good to go. I, I really, it kind of would be interesting to find out exactly what the material is that it's been able to hang on that long because I've never had a tear outside of the actual stitching letting go. So, I've always kept that sail, and uh, it's kind of like my backup and everything, but because it's also really, really light. But yeah, having that suit of sails, that's for a sailboat, obviously, I guess it's definitely pretty pretty big. So, Sven, what what do you uh I'm I'm just talking about North Sales and how I've kind of always wanted that logo on my sales. Yeah, it's good. What what makes North Sales the best?
0: Uh just the amount of um the amount of um capital that they're able to put into development. Oh, R&D, yeah. 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 I mean, it's like you know, I'm not going to say it's like Red Bull, right? Like so, the reason why Red Bull like sponsors like four F one teams, yeah, is because I heard that they take fifty percent of their profit mm-hmm. and put it into marketing, which is right, right, absolutely right. unheard of. It, it works be, for them though. Maybe Pfizer might be doing that. I don't know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I mean that, that's like as far as a soft drink company, yeah, or, you know, or an energy drink company, that's 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 unheard of. That's very different, most, yeah. most people it's just a fraction of the profit. Right. Right. But they do that's where they do the, they, yeah, the they aerial races. Aerial races all, the, the 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 mountain biking, uh, extreme sports, you know, e- even America's Cup.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. right.
0: Uh, Jimmy spindle has got a, a Red Bull helmet on when he's when he's uh, helming. Hmm. You know, yeah, it's true, it's true. And so, uh,
1: but I'm take say, like a four pack with me when I yeah, go out.
0: Yeah, not not to not to say that North is that extreme, but a large part of their you know their profits go to you know sponsoring arm. boats. And, no, no, or R and D. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Well, and I mean some of the titans that have have gone through those doors at North. I I don't know about you, but like even just going up there to do the pod with with Wakefield, when I see that building and I see that logo, yeah. I'm like, who hallowed ground? Ooh, yeah think uh, you know no it's cool I, I think at one point they
0: did in your eye and Kenny reads Kenny yeah, Reed yeah. I think at, uh, they maybe they ran like something on a website or or maybe this is during the you know I mean I don't do Facebook but but maybe they'd put something on there and it was like it was like North sales at the time is probably the heyday mm-hmm. right which might be the 90s uh no, it'd be like the mid two thousands. Mid yeah. it doesn't mean the heyday can't be tomorrow either. I right, think the right, heyday right. is right now. It's always you know, tomorrow's gonna be the heyday. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But but anyways, uh uh the uh they're like North Sales employees more designers than most other sale companies have employees.
1: Yeah, they are big. They're big. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean it was it's just it's just, it, and, and they're just always looking for tomorrow's new thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, you know, a lot of that stemmed from like Terry Coltler, you know, when when he bought North Sales from Lowell North. Uh-huh. And they developed that that process of three D L. Yeah. And now it's three DI. But w- what's tomorrow? I know, I know, right. You know, because they're always looking for tomorrow. Yeah. Right. And and when you when you've got that many brains in a room someone's going to figure out what tomorrow is.
1: Well, what's the what's the, the end goal I guess would be what? Like stiff like perfect shape that doesn't stretch out, that's durable, or that's super light. Well, I think I I think what you'd want to do
0: is you'd be able to you know com- take take the product mm-hmm. and make it so exact for the needs of the boat oh right right, right right so if it's a race racing yacht mm-hmm. right lowest stretch ultra light and and uh, you're but you're gonna you're gonna um sacrifice durability yeah yeah, yeah. Right? so cruising boat you still want it light you want ease of handling Right? Mm-hmm. You don't want to, you don't want you don't want your knuckles to bleed trying to flake it down on the like bone. mine did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like sandpaper. Those paper. things were heavy, dude. Yeah, need, yeah. Dude. But you need the durability, right? Yeah, I need so, so you've probably given up on the lightness. Right? Yeah. You know. But
1: it's also mine's a West sail so yeah, lightness has nothing to do with that. Yeah. So it it's just
0: like are you a racer cruiser? Are you a cruiser? Are you just strict racing? Are you offshore are you mega yacht right, right, right. are you small boat are a you... lot of dynamics there so you're trying to fill each one of those uh, those categories with a product so you're not going to have just one product right you're, you're gonna have a bunch of different products and then i think um being able to fine tune so you'd be like you'd be like uh so you have an ensign, right? Mm-hmm. Which is twenty-one feet long, right? It's still a one-design sailor, but it's a day sailor. Right? Yeah, it's a it's a full keel displacement day sailor. Um, and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, but you, this guy's got a fin, you know, which is probably one of the most difficult <laughs> boats yeah, to sail, yeah, yeah. right? And and that's an Olympic class, right? So even though these boats are relatively, they probably got almost the same size. No, I mean a fence probably got a substantially smaller mainsail, mm-hmm. um, but you're just like, but they're close. Yeah, right? yeah. but the requirements they're are just wildly same, yeah. different, you know. And and I think that's what they do. They just keep focusing on, you know, and 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 the uh, the just. Being like, like it's it's been around for over fifty years. No, I was gonna it's say like like sixty. The years pedigree, essentially. Well, yeah, is that like, the right word?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Well, um, so when I had my first salesman um, position there, just a junior salesman, um, we would be getting calls because there was that online thing I was telling you about a couple pods ago, mm-hmm. and um, and. So, I'd get these just wacky boats that I'd never even heard of. There's only like 10 of them. Right, right. right. It's like the company built 10 and then went out of business. Yeah. Right. But somebody's got one and maybe they,
1: it was really cool.
0: It's like actually a good boat. Yeah. It's just maybe mismanagement of the company or they're just like, uh, they they
1: almost all go under. They all go under. You know, it's usually a passion
0: project, right?
1: Yeah. But
0: so, so, there was this room full of, uh, you know, the, the drawers, the, you know, the, the, what are those drawers called? You know, the, the cabinets. Yeah. Yeah. Business cabinets or, or you know. And th- this room was just, just those cabinets and they were all alphabetical and you can go in there and find line drawings of almost every single Oh, one.
1: like, like filing cabinets. Yeah. Filing filled. cabinets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, wow. but
0: like A to Z. Yeah, yeah. And had collect and this was before that loft had become north. There was stuff in there from like the sixties and the fifties. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I would have to open them up and literally take a ruler. (laughs) Oh Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 No, it was it was nuts, dude. But but they were all there. Yeah, it's like an archive. You know, so you went online and they were like nah. You can't Smithsonian find it. It was it was a. In fact, I was like, I was. It was such a valuable tool that I I wanted to just be like, why hasn't anyone sat down and spent the two to three grand to scan?
1: Yeah, every
0: it. single one of these line drawings and rigged dims before
1: the ink freaking fades. fades. Yeah, or the so paper did you? Did you or a fire? Yeah. A, Fire, gone, Roasted. gone. Lighthouse at Alexandretta. Yeah,
0: yeah. It would be. It, it would be. It would be like because because this is Rhode Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this there might be stuff in there from Harrishoff. Right, right, right. You know, you don't, you don't know, and and it was they were like maybe five or six. Just filled, filled. Yeah, it's couldn't of- you couldn't you couldn't wedge a playing card in there. They were just
1: wow kills, yeah. Gotta get your hands on that man.
0: I know, well, someone should scan them. Be a great coffee table book. Uh, the coffee table book would be about twenty feet tall.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> indeed, indeed.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. It's it's uh, I, like I said, man. I. I I'm always very impressed when I walk in there, and just I don't know to be able to go into that loft and 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 I remember when, I think when there's when you line there. drawings in those
0: filing cabinets yeah. of boats that have never been built. Oh, I wouldn't doubt. Yeah, it. yeah wouldn't
1: just doubt pipe it. dreams. Yeah, that, you know, it like, somebody hey. drew right? yeah. some top secret freaking America's Cup stuff that never happened. Never you know. happened. Oh, a war broke out. Okay, we're not having the <laughs> America's Cup this year. All
0: right. <laughs> oh
1: man. Yeah. Well, dude, I as much as I could sit here all day. I gotta hit the road. I know you do. I know yeah, you do. It's so sad. It's, but we're usually at an when hour.
0: you, uh, yeah, well, when, usually when you come down, it's usually for like you know, like halfway. couple of days, yeah, yeah. A week, three or four days. This is yeah. just burn, turn and burn, man. Well, I mean, it wasn't too far out of your way, it was it? How, how long was that drive? Three. It's hours It's
1: like three, three hours to get from Fort Pierce over here, and and it's a, it's a, it's a really great drive actually. I, I mean, it's flat. Obviously, it's Florida, but you yes. go through the citrus stuff first, and then. You're in a lot of a lot of actual natural setting, or yep. at least from from whatever road I was on this time, and yeah, it's it's not too bad. I mean, it, I I've always enjoyed my my favorite part of this this road trip coming up from Florida to Michigan. What, well, I love the fact that it's all done on one interstate highway, I seventy five. Yeah, you yep. never get off of it. It's great. Yeah, and the other thing though is going through like Tennessee and the Appalachian Mountains like that it's just it's so stunningly pretty but the cool part about this one is i'm going from even though it's kind of cold and rainy today here in florida i get to enter the ice age again oh yeah i go back to the ice because by the time i hit mid michigan it's gonna be all snow you know what i don't i don't think i've ever done
0: michigan to florida
1: it's, it, I looked on, on the left. i Rhode thing. Island to Florida. 20, 20 I've done hours. Mexico to Florida. I've yeah, done California yeah. to Florida. Michigan's, it's a treat. It really is. Like you go, yeah. you get to go but through. You get to cut through like the Kentuckys and uh-huh. the Tennessees it's some and Some beautiful you know, stuff. Yeah. 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 Because they got those rolling, those are
0: old mountains. The oldest yeah. in the world, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Because those are rollers, which they've been eroded to soft waves of. Supposedly
1: rock. the Appalachians have risen. To the heights of Everest, fallen, risen again, and now they've fallen. Uh, you would know yeah. doing the trail, yeah. on. and they 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 believe the, the mountain chain essentially goes from you know north of like Nova Scotia all oh, the way down, yeah. and and essentially a long long time ago, probably would have continued on to be the Andes. And I don't know 100 percent about that, but I, they, I I think I'm getting that knowledge from Bill Bryson's book, uh, oh, A Walk in great. the Woods, because oh, he book. It's a great book. he. He delved into all that sort of stuff. That's, you know, I guess the last thing, like, you know, I've been working on that that book about the doldrums, right? Yeah. And and I'm putting in all the experiences. I've crossed the doldrums about six or seven times, and it's just a really unique, very specialized part of our planet. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's troublesome, and it's, it's glorious, and there's highs and lows, and I've had some pretty interesting things happen when I go through there, but uh the type of book that, that like Bill Bryson wrote and even even Sebastian Junger with The Perfect Storm where yep. there's a story there's a narrative but there is all this historical information so when you finish the book you not only heard the story about this person's experience but you gain knowledge of Gloucester and sword fishing and the whole industry and all that sort of stuff and the weather. Yeah. That's what I want. I I'd like this next book to, to really be one of those where you, you hear my experience, but you also walk away knowing the history of sailing through the doldrums, yeah. the actual climate region of the doldrums, why it is what it is yeah. and all these different aspects so that, you know, but that's going to take like, lots of research yeah. and well i mean here's here's the other
0: thing even a person who's never set foot on a boat probably out in the middle of iowa still has doldrums in their vernacular yeah. They're like oh we're in the
1: doldrums and you that's know. that's part of it is so that everybody knows that word but they don't know, know what, what that it, place is yeah and I'm, intimately after after the slatting oh, <laughs> dude after the 2020 trip where I was headed up to the Arctic and stuff, and then got turned around in the, in the hurricane season. Yeah. When I was sailing basically just north of the equator from Africa towards the Caribbean, that was mid-September. That's peak hurricane season. This is like a time where you don't want to be anywhere near that region at all but I got to see and deal with uh the convection zones that form hurricanes oh yeah, yeah and right. I was there for weeks dude and it was like unbelievable to witness the transfer of energy from from oh, the Sun to the oh, sea, yeah, the, to sea, sea to to the sea to the sky, sky. Yeah, yeah wow I still I'll never get those images no, out of that's, my a, head. that's a that's that's a piece of machinery right there dude yeah, yeah. I if there was any way to calculate it's probably, it. It's probably, it's, it's probably
0: the largest transfer of energy outside volcanoes on the planet. I would think so. I would think I would so. so, man. I'm, crazy. Sorry, I'm not a meteorologist, but... I'm, Nor I'm so, am I. <laughs> Nor am I. All right, bro. Well, hey, All listen, right. this has been well, great. Yeah, you have a good drive. and safe drive, of course. Yeah, definitely. At well, rate. and hey,
1: I did want to mention that... Uh, so my buddy jason who who has the Jason nels podcast uh he and I did a quick one on his show I did one with my show all that sort of stuff we're trying to work things out but he's in he's he's really he knows how to produce a really polished video uh-huh. podcast where you know the audio is great we're in two different parts of the world but it looks really good and really? we're gonna be working on that so okay. you, if you're up for it you might have to be my first experimental yeah i'm totally up for it i got a brand new
0: i you know i'm a tablet guy i got a brand new one for yeah, for yeah, christmas yeah. so it's got a you know really nice camera mm-hmm. up there i've also got a you know webcam too yeah well and that's the thing web, i think
1: for a lot of it because i, I watch some of his and i mean it looks perfect it looks because it That's is professional probably, yeah. yeah looks like joe rogan uh, exactly like and yeah. it's it's one of those things where i'm like man you know i know because he he was saying he was like yeah unfortunately it's leaning towards you, you gotta have the video at least uh, sometimes it, 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 well it's it's also it's also it's also
0: easy because because a lot of people just have the youtube run, up, running on yeah, the yeah. kitchen tv as uh-huh. background noises are making dinner or they're you know you know getting ready for work or yeah. I, I know when i first wake up regardless if i'm not watching it Mm -hmm. you know because i I actually did that you you know youtube premium yeah you know but i i just do the news independent news and i I don't care about the the major broadcast networks and uh i'm not you know my eyeballs aren't on it no but but it's running it's running and and if someone says something interesting like you know turn my head and i look (laughs) you know i'm engaged (laughs) for you know 20 seconds and yeah it's not a I think it only helps you. you
1: know. No, I don't. You know. Well, and it's it, it's going to be a little
0: bit more of a pain.
1: Yeah, and and you kind of have to put it together a little bit because um, they you sort of edit how the screens are shot. But I think he's he's going to help me sort of streamline that stuff. Obviously. The vast majority of my guests are, are not going to do that. I, I of course, and not. that's totally fine. Well, I I, I I don't really even want to do, but I it, have to. It's, I have it's, to keep innovating. It, it's I guess.
0: one thing to be behind the mic; it's another to be behind the camera.
1: Yeah, Or in, no, front, true, of, or I
0: mean, in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and I I, I, I love it. The Sign one I know, yeah, I, I know I know you do dude yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'll, I'll have to send you
1: <laughs> send you this podcast before I put it out to anybody else like, give, it give it to me You upload it yet Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, 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 you know I love the
0: format you know but I was an early adopter awesome, and dude. so it's it's cool that I'm on one I mean it's even cooler that my brother runs one you know Hey you know? I I know, I, I know I, you're yeah. telling me you're like you should do your own podcast I like what the hell would I talk about and you're just like the same thing you always talk yeah, about just, whatever, just whatever comes your, to your mind open your mouth yeah fine. Your it mouth. is it <laughs> is hard though and yeah. i i i, oh, I completely
1: understand why the vast majority of podcasts only make it like episode 10 well i think that's why I like the, the the rogans of the world they do it so well
0: is because they do have this like a laundry list of guests who are clamoring
1: to yeah. Get on the on the show, on.
0: and and because they don't have any, they don't have any control of the show because it's Joe's show, right? Um, he's interested in what they're bringing to the table, mm-hmm. but then he can just go off on his own and just be like, "Yeah, well, by the way, I was thinking of this the other day. How good is a grilled cheese sandwich? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. And he's yeah. like, where was yeah, where was the best one you've ever had?" And then they, the 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 PhD is mm-hmm. on there going. I think it was in New Jersey, <laughs> 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 or you know,
1: something. Maybe one day I'll I'll get on that one. I, 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 I think if I could, I I think I'd really enjoy being on Lex Friedman's podcast mm. because just because he yeah i don't know he's he's curious about i i think he's very curious about he doesn't
0: give a shit about your grilled cheese
1: no he 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 wants to know about about your interaction with nature and how it makes you feel and and yeah he gets really cerebral yeah Yeah, yeah. and i I think that's cool yeah
0: Yeah. no especially the content that you produce i think it's got some of that a lot of that try
1: to man try to all right bro i gotta hit the road thanks for coming on safe
0: drive